brought to you by Communications by Design. This is the Transforming Learning Podcast, where we talk with teachers about classroom strategies that elevate teaching and learning. Our mission is to support teachers. So if you hear a strategy or idea that you find helpful, share the episode with others and subscribe to the podcast. We always appreciate feedback, so take a moment to leave a review as well. You can dive deeper into our resources and services or connect with our instructional coaches immediately by visiting cbdconsulting.com slash elevate edu. We hope you enjoy. For episode 30, we're going to go back to some nuts and bolts. Listen as Pete talks with Jasmine about active vocabulary strategies. I'm here with Jasmine Ramahi, world language teacher at East Kentwood's freshman campus in Kentwood Public Schools. Jasmine, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm really happy to be here and talk about some of the things I've been doing in my classroom. Yeah, I know we're going to talk about uh, the value of of vocab. Could you give a little bit of kind of your philosophy on why you focus time in your class on vocab? Yeah, so as a world language teacher, obviously the basis of language is vocab, um, but this really applies across all content areas because every single content area has vocab that they want students to be able to use and understand and talk in that academic language and if students aren't understanding their vocabulary then they aren't grasping the concept as well as they really could be yeah so we're talking about knowledge building here there's a big focus and push in education right now talking about skills students need skills and that's that's great but you really can't transfer skills without a knowledge base and and so you really need that and vocabulary strikes me helps give you that knowledge base in the content area you've got some pretty neat ways that you build vocab in your classroom can you give us start let's start with one example of how you do that in your classroom yeah so one of my favorite examples to assess student learning is something we called quiz quiz trade and this is where you set up with each of your students with one flashcard. On one side of the flashcard is your vocab term, and on the other side is a definition. The kids go around and they can either show their classmates either the term or the definition, it's up to them. And as they show it to their other classmate, their other classmate has to say what's on the opposite side. If they get it right, they switch cards. So now they are the expert or the master of the new card. and. I tell them to go around and switch 10 different cards or 15 different cards or if it's a short activity we don't have a lot of time at the end of class just five um, it's a really adaptable activity now I also tell them if you are switching cards or quizzing somebody and two people or three people don't get it in a row come up to me and give me that card so I'm aware of hey there's a little bit of miscommunication here, there's a little bit of uncertainty, and I can either stop the class right then and there and talk about that definition or the concept, or I can wait until the end of the activity and go over it with the class. Typically, I'll have about two terms or three terms that get brought up to me um, so that I can address them with the class. And it's great because the students feel confident coming up to me knowing that I have extra cards. So if somebody can't get their card, then I just switch it out with them and it's not a big deal at all. 
So the students are getting practice in an active way. You're getting some great feedback on some of the either misconceptions or just the areas of need to work on. Yeah. 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 And then if you also have a class that struggles with some of that accountability and you don't think you can just say, hey, I need you to switch with 10 people. Uh, you can have them write it down on a loose leaf sheet of paper. You can make up a little chart for them to fill out as they switch with each person, getting that reinforcement, writing down the terms or the concepts. Uh, or, like I said, at, for the last five minutes of class, do it as a quick ending activity. What's another activity you use for vocab? Another activity that we like to use is, we call it SACE, because uh, we are a Spanish classroom. And so all you need for this is one pencil per group of four kids, uh, one worksheet per child, and one dice. And the kids sit in a group, and there's only one pencil. So they are racing to complete the worksheet. However, they can only complete the worksheet if they have the pencil to write down answers. So one person starts and enrolls the dice, and they each take turns rolling the dice. When one person gets a six, they yell SACE and they can snatch the pencil and continue working. While they are filling out their worksheet, the other three group members are rolling the dice as well, trying to get a six so that they can snatch the pencil from the person writing. Now this is great because you can modify it, you can have smaller groups, um, probably no less than three, but you can go up as, up as big as five. If you have a group of lower learners, you can have them work in teams so that they're working together on the worksheet, playing against another team. Uh, so it's really versatile. What are the students saying as far as feedback about SACE? Tell yeah, us about that. It's, it's really funny because I make the groups very intentionally on um, being a Spanish teacher, I have native speakers in my class a lot, so I'll put all the native speakers together for this activity because they're, they're quicker with some of the concepts and the grammar and they can just jot it all down, but they get really competitive because you might have one of the quickest kids in the class, but if they're not rolling a six, they're getting really frustrated and getting into it. But it's fun because the kids are being in, in, engaged with one another and you can also mix the groups up because a lot of the game is luck on if you roll a six or not. Yeah, yeah. it seems there's a, a kind of a community culture building aspect to that game too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that, that game really grows with the students throughout the year as they become more comfortable with one another and sure. um, they remember playing it in past months and have little vendettas that they need to <laughs> fulfill. Sure, sure, excellent. Do you have another one? Uh, yeah, this is another one. Again, really easy, low prep. Uh, you're going to start with a piece of paper and we call it balloon pop and so what they are are just a bunch of circles and you can make that on a Microsoft Word or a Google Doc uh, with making circle shapes and then inside you write down the different terms or concepts. Now you're going to have students in groups of two or three and each student usually gets a highlighter. You can use a marker or a pen or anything but preferably something that's a different color and I call out a definition and students are racing to find the term on the paper. It, it gets pretty funny, it gets pretty intense. Um, sometimes I've had to take out some scotch tape and tape it to the desks <laughs> for certain groups which again adds fun to the, the class because everybody is really engaged in um, racing to find that 
term that I'm calling out. So they get a point or something mm -hmm. if they find the term more quickly than the people in their group. Is that right. right? Yeah. Now, if you wanted to put even more student accountability on that, you can do groups of three. And if you provide them with an answer sheet as well, have the students be the ones calling out to their group. Uh, so then you have the students taking accountability for that sure. for their learning as well. Sure. Excellent. Yeah, three great strategies for building vocab in an engaging, fun, active way. And, uh, and then they have that knowledge base to work on different skills. Exactly. Yeah. And, and like I said, these can all be transferred across all content areas and pretty much all age levels as well. So it's just a fun way to get the kids practicing vocab, which is often overlooked in a lot of classes. Thank you, Jasmine. Thank you. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for listening to Transforming Learning by CBD. Continue the conversation with us by visiting cbdconsulting.com slash elevateedu, where you can contact a coach immediately or browse more resources like this one. For more podcast episodes, visit anchor.fm slash cbdpodcast or subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. Help us get the word out by leaving a review and rating as well as sharing on your favorite social media platform. Remember to tag at CBD Consulting.